are listening to Live and Loud with the Lord. Lord Nelson, that is. guest, an awesome guest, an international, international masseuse, chiropractor, has a big team doing things everywhere, has dealt with some of the biggest people in music. We're going to get into all of that. I wanted to talk about that and just let it be known and shown because it's amazing. It's amazing. So ladies and gentlemen, we have Dr. Dot Stein. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Welcome, young lady. Welcome, 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 welcome. Thank Happy you. For, to be here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you for taking the time to be here. I really, really appreciate it. I really do. So uh, two questions I always like to ask everybody. I ask every guest. First question is, where are you from? Born in Connecticut, mm-hmm. but lived there over and over again. My my dad was uh, in the Navy, so I was dragged uh-huh. up and down the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just, so I've never lived in a state more than two years, really, except now really? now in New Jersey. I mean, I was born in Connecticut, and then um, we moved to Maine, Bath, mm. Maine, Brunswick, Maine, um, and my parents kept splitting up. So we went uh, to Tennessee, and then Newport, Rhode Island, and then New Hampshire, and then back to Tennessee, and uh, back to Newport, Rhode Island, and Virginia Beach, and um, I mean, that's probably why I'm so good at talking to people, because <laughs> I had to make friends quickly. We were just right. passing through, you know? Right. I'm an East Coaster, that's the best I can say, or a New Englander, because I did live most of my time bouncing around New England. Gotcha. Um, I'm not from Jersey, even though my mother was born in Jersey, um, mm-hmm. but I feel pretty comfortable in Jersey, and after living half my life in Germany. Mm-hmm. So I'm not German though. Zero <laughs> German. <laughs> so so your, your father was in the Navy. Were you ever in South Carolina? Oh, no, actually I drove driven through South Carolina, mm-hmm. but um, he fixed airplanes for okay. the Navy. Okay, I got you. So got people you. are like, why, were, why did you live in Tennessee if your dad was in the Navy? Well, because he fixed airplanes. Got you, got you, got you, got you. So what's the best thing about Connecticut that you may remember? Um, 
<laughs> I mean, I liked I liked Rockville. I had a really good time in Rockville, Connecticut. That's mm-hmm. where Gene Pitney and the Rockville Rockets are from. Okay. So um, I was kind of hatched there. And then um, <laughs> when I was 14 and a half, my, my dad was like, my dad and my stepmom were like, oh, we're moving from Virginia Beach to Georgia. I'm like, I'm fucking out. I'm done moving. I want to go. You know, I was like doing the there's no place like home thing because my right. real name is Timothy. Right. So I was like, let me just go to Connecticut and live with my granddad and my mm-hmm. aunt who will have zero control over me so I can go to every <laughs> fucking concert ever. So I pretty much never went to school on a Friday in the 11th and 12th grade. So I was like hatched in Connecticut. And then I went back for my 11th and 12th grade of high school. Wow. Um, I mean, when I say raising hell, don't imagine me drinking and smoking because I was jogging 12 miles a day mm-hmm. and I was like a vegetarian and everything. So it was very health orientated from the start. Okay. And I was eating Joey Ramone. Mm-hmm. So I was um, having the best time. So that's I can't say anything bad about Connecticut because I did get my um, fill of concerts, you know, in the 11th and 12th grade. And um right. I convinced the Ramones to play in my rinky-dink little fucking town, Ellington, Connecticut, when I was in 11th grade. I was like, Joey, please, please play for my high school. And he's like, okay. So they played in Ellington, Connecticut, and my whole high school was like, you're joking. They're not really coming. I'm like, no, they are. And remember, that's before internet and cell phones. Right, indeed. So they were two hours late, and my my school was like, my friends at at the place it was called the country squire they're like yeah they're not coming i'm like right. they are they are they showed up two hours late right. and um they they blew the roof off the place so of I, that was probably my best memory for connecticut was hanging out with joey and um you know going to a lot of ramones I, i'm not really a big ramones fan i just love joey right. and the ramones shows were fun but i'm heavily rooted with the beatles and frank zappa but okay. So I've seen the Ramones over a hundred times, you know, but. <laughs> but you, you, you said it kind of quick, though. If I heard you correctly, you said you dated Joey Ramone. Didn't you say that? You said that kind of quickly and ran on to the other things. So you dated. Oh, Joey. Well, yeah. I mean, because I I always assume that people who know me know that I dated Joey because, I mean, I've um, massaged every rock star and pop star you can ever imagine. Right. And that all started because I wanted to get in to to concerts for free because um, <laughs> well, that's all. Yeah, we missed the whole thing there. My parents, um, my my mom had me at sixteen. Well, she she had me at seventeen. She got pregnant at sixteen, so mm-hmm. she's seventeen years old with a one year old, um, you know, me and I'm single. Right. Because my dad's my real biological father was from Italy. Mm-hmm. Came over to America, looking fine. Banged all the chicks in Connecticut. Got a lot of people pregnant. Didn't want anything to do with. The babies and I'm, right. I'm grateful for those Italian genes. He's from the right. north. It was fucking stunning, but um. So my dad, who I call my dad, adopted me and mm-hmm. married my mom. So they're both seventeen. Right. And um. So I was born in '67. I can't fucking hide my age forever, folks. Okay, I cannot. Um. So they were smoking weed and listening to Led Zeppelin and Jimi Hendrix. My dad was heavily into Frank Zappa, mm-hmm. and they were dragging me to concerts. Two years old, I saw Melanie. Right. Not many people know who she, she sings that song. Um, I got a brand new pair of roller skates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my first concert. And so it was like, you know, no one gave a shit about TV mm-hmm. when I was growing up. Um, my parents were like, had a lot of hippie parties and they were listening to fucking Inagata DeVita and Janis Joplin. Yes. And so like, <laughs> I was just raised on music. 
Right. And they dragged me to concerts all the time. And my aunts were just like a couple of years younger than my dad. So imagine if I'm five, as my dad was 18, 19, 20. So my dad's like 21 and his younger mm-hmm. sisters are 17, 18 years old. Right. They also have all their friends over the house mm-hmm. in Connecticut. And um, they're all listening to this music and Elton John. I remember Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, looking at that album cover. And it was just so great, all this music I was being exposed to. And then they would just, my aunts would drag me to see The Grateful Dead. And Mm -hmm. my dad brought me to see Frank Zappa and Jethro Tull. All at age 12, I was seeing Zappa, Jethro Tull, Rush, all these concerts. Right. So like that was my thing because we moved so many times, by the way. It wasn't just in Connecticut. Everywhere we moved the thing that was constant was concert. Like I didn't have friends, but my friends were the concert, you know? Mm. So I felt at home at concerts. And um, then when I was like 11 and a half, 12, the marriage was breaking apart. I mean, my parents were so young. And so I was like, wait, I need to go to, you know, I need still need to go to concerts. And they're like, well, we can't afford that shit anymore. I'm like, no, I have to get it. So I started taping ticket stubs together. Like um, there was rainbow colored Ticketron tickets. I was a scammer at 13, 14 years old. I was like, I'm getting into the fucking concert. Nothing's stopping me. All right. So I was like taping two different ticket stubs, get in. And yeah. you know, oh, this, and I didn't look that young at 14. I already had, you know. And, <laughs> and I was just like, hmm. And I would get into free to concerts and I saw the cars. And that was the first band I ever met. And I was like, mm-hmm. wait, what do you mean you're just going to sign my jacket and get on the bus? And I want to meet these. I want to talk right. to you. I fucking love the cars. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's got to be a better way. Uh, I want to talk to these people who are writing the music that I love so much. You know, it, was, mm-hmm. it meant so much to me, music. It's not just, I'm not one of those people that just has music on in the background. Like, music is my life. I love music so much, you know? Yes, indeed. And, and then I met Def Leppard. Mm-hmm. Let me get this straight. I don't sit around listening to Def Leppard, but I had these girlfriends in Virginia Beach. Uh, what grade was I in? In, in ninth grade? Mm-hmm. Ninth grade, I think. Ninth, tenth grade. Um, I wasn't 15 yet. Mm-hmm. And these two girls, MTV had just came out, right? right. And these two girls, Elaine and Elise, they were sisters. They're like, we're, they were so obsessed with Def Leppard. They quit mm-hmm. going to school so they could stay home and watch their fucking videos on MTV. I go, you guys... Oh. It's ridiculous. <laughs> the video's still going to be there, you know, like get a VCR or something. So I was like, okay, I'm going to put an end to this. We're going to go meet these people. So you stop. You got to stop. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we skipped school <clears throat> and went to um, the Hampton Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Hang on. I got to have some. I got hot pipes. Very good. <laughs> I just got back from karaoke. So I have. I saw you. I, I'm lucky to have any pipes left at all. I saw you. <laughs> I had a cowboy hat on. You did. You an Indian giver. This guy, a young guy, 28, probably trying to get into my knickers. He's like, I go, oh, I love your cowboy hat. Where did you get it? He's like, I have another one out in the car. I go, no. I, Oh, my God. How much do you want? I'll buy it off you. He's like, no, I'll give it to you. So he went out and he got it, and it was a brown cowboy hat. And I was right. wearing it all night. So I have, like, a hat head now. Uh-huh. And I was so, I was like, oh, my God, are you sure I have money? I'll give you money. I'll buy you drinks. I'll give you a free massage next week. And right. I wore it all night, and I was fucking rocking this hat, and I love it so much. And then, right, I'm, at the end of the night, he goes, I'm having second thoughts about that hat. I go, <laughs> really? You're going to be an Indian? I mean, Indian giver, I guess that's politically incorrect, but that's what we used to say when I was little, when you give someone something, and, you know, whatever. Right. Um, 
I don't even know where that phrase comes from, but it was really not nice of him to take the hat back. I got you. I ran out of the bar and said, it's mine. But I was like, okay, take it back. <laughs> Fine. Um, how dumb is that? Like, it, he could have probably, you know, got a few massage or something, but fuck you now. You stole my hat back. So I have hat head now. Anyways, without a karaoke yet. So I have a scratchy voice now, screaming and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, back, to, back to Virginia. I got Elise and Elaine in the car. Mm-hmm. Their grandma drove us. And I was wearing like a pretty slutty top. Um, my dad, did, my parents, my dad, and my stepmom did not see the slutty top. Right. I was wearing like a t-shirt, but I wanted to look older so we could meet the band. I and we saw Phil Collin oh, in the parking lot. And mm-hmm. like, ah, oh my God, that, that's him. That's the guitar player. So we jumped out of the car. I'm like, hey. And my girlfriend's like, we want autographs. And we got pictures and stuff. I go, wait a minute. Wait, can we get tickets? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, could you do me a favor and show me where... Um, the nearest uh, Army Navy surplus stores. And we're like, okay. And he's like, because someone just stole all of our clothes off the bus at the last wow. gig. Wow. We're like, oh, shit. So we brought him shopping and we became friends all day, hanging out. Mm-hmm. And um, I gave them back massages and stuff. Right. And we got in free. And um, there was no, like, cell phones back then. So I can't believe all the luck I've had because um, if you wanted to go to the next show, you'd have to be at the next show. Oh, right, right, right. And so I was like, all right, this is a good this is a good thing. I'll massage them and get in free. So I figured out a way to get in free to concerts, massage for entry. Rather than, I'm sure there's lots of girls who do other things to get in free. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I don't do favors. So the whole back massage thing started anyways with my mom when I was like five. She'd be like, walk on my back, walk on my mm. back. I have my son. I have a nine-year-old son. He walks on my legs and my back all the time. You know, right. you got to put the kid to work early. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom was like, okay, can you massage my back? You know, I don't I care. She was a hairdresser at the time. Mm-hmm. And, and she's like, well, your hands aren't strong enough. Just bite my back. So yeah. I, I started biting her back every night. And because um, my jaw muscles obviously are stronger than the hands. Mm-hmm. And that's how that whole bite massage thing started, too. You're answering so many of the questions you just, that I got you. But we're still going to roll on. It's all love. You're into it. I no, love it. You know I love Lord, I'm usually the one giving the interview. So no, I, it's love. It's love. I, I, want you, I want you to talk. I want you to tell your story. I've enjoyed every single bit of this already. <laughs> I was going to cut you off and say like, hey, well, how did this happen when you started talking? And then you went right into it, how it, how it came to be. That's all love. It's all love. No, go ahead and finish. It's like pulling, it's like pulling teeth, getting questions out of me, right? Or no, 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 no. It's all love. We're just having a conversation. It's just like old friends having a conversation. I'm just paying attention. I'm loving it. I know, I'm dying to know what music, I know this is totally off topic, but I need to know what music you like. Ladies and gentlemen, she is flipping. She's flipping. I know, no, no. I need. I can't even talk to you anymore until I know what you listen to. Like I got it. That's how I, I listen to everything. Hmm. I one hundred percent am not a genre snob. I listen to everything. If it's good, it's good. Now let me let you into a little something. I am a military kid, also, so that's why oh, I yeah. asked you about Charleston because my father was, although he was in the army, I was born in Charleston in the naval. Base is right there. So when you said naval base, boom, I said, okay, that's why I asked you about Charleston. Now, also, the year 1967. Hello, that's no. this guy. Hello, no. September no. 20, September 28, 1967. That's this guy. So well, you're one month older than me. Uh, see, look at there. So that's that's what 100%. So, 
So when you're saying all these things, I'm just like, it's all love. And so when you're talking about the music and things like that, talk about Def Leppard, I'm thinking Pyromania and stuff like that. I love it. So that's me and my friends and all the stuff that we were listening to, Ozzy. And then, you know, of course, I listened to to Run DMC and early rap and and R&B and country songs because I was a military kid and we lived on the fort and I had people of every, you know, race, religion, creed, and we listened to everything. So I had friends of, so I listened to everything. So there's your answer. I listened to everything, young lady. Isn't it, isn't it funny how um, people that were in the military love John Denver? Isn't that weird though, right? Like they love that country road, take me home. They all love that. So all well, military. Know, when we did a, we did a, when I was with Stuck Mojo, we did a remake of Country Roads and um, beautiful song. Rich did his part. I did my part. Amazing. Andy's song is probably my favorite. Which, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, my friend Brandon sang that tonight. Uh, that's like, I love that song. I mean, I really, really, really love that song. Yeah. So John Denver is amazing. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, uh, you know, there's just certain songs. I mean, I remember being in Germany um, where I raised my daughter. I married a German. That's how that right. whole thing happened. Mm -hmm. But like, um, so I hung out. I mean, I worked on the naval, uh, the army base because mm -hmm. I wanted uh, to get into that PX and get those American goods. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, got from shoes, pick up. So I'm like, yeah, I was like selling shoes and uh, oh I was doing concerts and stuff, but like yeah. I worked at the, at the PX. I got fired for dressing slutty. They're like, <laughs> they're like, you're short, your skirt's too short. I'm like, <laughs> so I, oh I was your jeans are too tight. Okay. Uh, we can see your navel button. Okay. We can see a little bit too much cleavage. Okay. But hey, I was selling more males athletic shoes than anyone else. You all the, the army, the British army, the French mm -hmm. army, the American army were all coming to dot and shoes. Right. They're like, we want those shoes way up there on the top shelf. So, um I just remember all of the military people, oh they, they listened to John Denver because they, mm -hmm. they missed their homeland, you know. Oh, right, 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 right. So, but yeah, I was, I'm a Navy brat and, um, and my dad, um, he, you know, the funny thing is he was in the, in the Navy, but he was smoking doobies. You know, I'm like, wait. <laughs> uh, a lot of them were. A lot of them yeah, were. exactly. But I just remember them like drinking a lot of orange juice. Mm -hmm. To dilute the pee or whatever, right. and um, and uh, I don't, I don't smoke weed. I once in a while I'll have a shot of vodka. Only mm -hmm. I've never drank a beer, right? And, um, never smoked a cigarette. So I, I preach health to people. You know, mm -hmm. where are we going with this? I don't even fucking know what we were talking about. <laughs> we're just talking. No, I've got, I've got the next. You just keep rolling. It's, it's enjoyable. <laughs> I'm telling you. No, <laughs> I'm having a good time, ladies and gentlemen. She is taking over the show. She is now interviewing me, but it's not a problem because I'm on point with it. It's all love. It's what all about love. Jimi Hendrix? What about Jimi Hendrix? I love Jimi Hendrix. Um, okay. for, I'm not even going to say that. So I'm working on my next album with my guy with Plastic Catastrophe with Lord Nelson, with Matt Acevedo and myself. And uh, we might have some Jimi Hendrix on there. Anyway, we're just doing some stuff. I'm just staying busy. This woman is answered. This is, this is great. Look at you. You're yeah. good. You're good. You're well-rounded. She's yeah. well-rounded. It's yeah. all love. Now I'm going to take it back over now. Now we got to back her down. We got to back her down. Okay. One of those independent, strong women. I like it. I like it. I like it. 
So how how was your time in Europe and what event led you there? Yeah. Um, well, the first time I went to Europe, I think it was 86. I wanted uh, now keep in mind, everybody, this is before Internet. And I had a lot of pen pals all around England and Europe, okay. pen pals and Rolling Stones pen pals. Gotcha. Like we literally write letters to each other. Yeah. And, um, and I wanted to meet them and they wanted to meet me. So I did a little tour in 86 and I went and visited all my Rolling Stones and Beatles pen pals wow. in the UK. Wow. And um, stupid me, I went over there. <laughs> I was like, I have $50. And I went to the bank to exchange it for some pounds and they gave me 24 pounds. I go, wait, you're you're mistaken. That was $50. And they're like, yeah, you can fuck off because that's... <laughs> And luckily, I was friends already at that point with right. um, the, the, the tour manager of the Rolling Stones. Well, he's a logistics mm -hmm. manager, Alan Dunn. He goes, <sighs> and he gave me some pounds. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to survive. I didn't have a credit card or anything. Right. So I just went bouncing around from pen pal to pen pal. I loved Liverpool. Liverpool? My okay. favorite place on earth is Liverpool. And then oh. I love Belfast. I love Liverpool. I'd love to live there. Like, yeah. I. You know, it's just the accent that people are friendly and the Beatles are from there. But then my second favorite place is Belfast. So anyway, um, how I ended up living there was uh, I moved to Dover, New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. And um, my mom was trying to get me to live there and stay there and everything. And um, I was working at the UNH. And trying to get free French classes and photography classes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to stop following rock stars around and, and massaging and getting into call. I have to focus and, and have like, a, I wanted to be a photographer and a journalist. That was my okay. thing. Right? All right. And um, so I was like, okay, well, Frank Zappa, he's playing in Boston, just a couple more shows. Mm -hmm. And I went and saw Zappa and I met, I met them. And then I ended up going on the whole tour. I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and the like, old day, that's the old days those 80s that happened a lot that happened a lot that's 88 that's 1988 and and yeah. frank, frank gave me the nickname dr dot on that tour Holy, okay i used to just be dot and then frank was like come massage my arms Where's the doctor? Here, dr. Dot. and i was like oh i like that I right like yeah. And I, I mean, Frank Zappa is my hero so he could have called me dr poop and i would have stuck with that but um and then Okay, so it was like February, March, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to really, I'm going to stop now. I'm going to behave. I'm going to go back to UNH and had a job there. Mm -hmm. But then the Grateful Dead had a couple shows in Hartford, Connecticut, April 3rd and 4th, 88. Mm -hmm. I was like, I got to go. This, I'm from Connecticut. I'm going to go from Dover all the way down to Connecticut. And I'm, I'm going to see the dead. And that's it. I'm just going to go as a normal person. Right. And um, I met a German boy who looked just like John Lennon. And I, I looked, I was getting a falafel outside and I said, Oh, I go, you look like John Lennon. He goes, Vas. I go, Oh, wow. Where are you from? He goes, I am from Düsseldorf. I go, wow. You look just like, John. he had little glasses and the hat right, and everything. Right, and I right. Like I was quite smitten. He was very cute. Uh -huh. and, um, he's like, I am selling Guatemalan clothing. Um, you know, like, you know how deadheads were wearing, tie-dyes and okay, they were yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all in purple stuff and everything gotcha. i was like oh, wow show me your your stand so uh -huh. i walked over there and he's standing there's a swiss guy <laughs> and, and and their table was very organized they had the guatemalan shorts and all that shit mm -hmm. and, and they had no customers i was like you don't know how to sell stuff you're not going to make any money i go 
you can do that. I go, oh yeah. So I was like, step right up, get your Guatemalan bracelets, two for $2 a piece or three for five. And if you take off your shorts and try on these shorts, I'll give you $10. I had like a storm. (laughs) And and the Swiss guy was like, you must come on tour with us. (laughs) I give you 30%. I'm like, well, well, fuck the UNH. And I just, (laughs) I, I, I follow the dead with them. Wow. Yeah, I just I just never went back. I just like oh. I mean the whole tour, and I fell in love with Ben Ben Stein, and um yeah, and then I I bought a hearse, you know, like Harold and Maude. I bought a, I literally bought a hearse, mm-hmm. and we were living in the hearse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, living uh, in the hearse, sleeping in the hearse. It saves money, you know. Um, rather than sleep. Seriously. And uh, the cops pulled us over every day. Get out with your hands up. And they thought we had drugs. We don't have drugs. There's no fucking drugs. They're just Guatemalan clothing. And um, (laughs) then I got knocked up and he went back to Dusseldorf. And I'm like, "Hmm, well, uh," and we got married real quick. And he he didn't want like it didn't work out staying in America because of the green card and everything. So I moved to Germany. Mm-hmm. And um, I raised our daughter over there. Okay. And I had a fucking great time. I mean, let me tell you, Germany. Wow. During that time, like 89, I saw the wall come down. I'm standing there with mm-hmm. my baby watching people come through the wall. Right. November 9th, 1989. I feel like yeah. Forrest Gump sometimes. I'm like Forrest Gump with tits because I was at the right place at the right time. So often. Right. Right. Crazy. And um, oh, my God, I had the market cornered with concerts. Every concert you know the stones and everybody else like i speak english and german now i mean over there so like every concert that came i went there and i'm like hey you guys need massage like oh wow thank god somebody who speaks english holy shit you know so i got to massage eminem and everybody who came through the stone roses and just everyone on jovi and michael jackson's band and it just like that and it got so much and sting and and um Mark Knopfler and it's just everybody. Oh, yeah. Like I'm looking at I'm in my rock and roll room right here. I mean Alice Cooper and um Prince's band and mm-hmm. I went on tour with the Stones twice in Europe. Right. And um Depeche Mode, Simon Cowell, The Clash, The Pogues, <laughs> Robert Plant, when Robert Plant opened for Lenny Kravitz. Now that oh, was man. wow, his his pride was hurt, yeah. Well, that happens sometimes, you know. It does. If whoever has the biggest hit is the That's one. Right, exactly. Kravitz, all the German girls were gaga for Lenny Kravitz. I'm sure they still are. Right. He had that, are you going my way? He had that. Oh, hit. my goodness. Massive. Huge, right? Yes. So Robert Plant had to open for him, and he was like, really pissed. Um, Aerosmith, Blondie, Jeff Beck, um, The Who, uh, David Bowie, Mariah. Oh, I'm just looking at, you know, I had a oh. Love. It was, it was so easy over there. Right. Um, they all, there's like asking for me. And it soon it got mm-hmm. to the point where I can't be everywhere at the same time. I'm still a mom. I had a daughter, you know, I had a daughter. Right. And I was like, so I hired another massage assistant and then another one. And, and I don't just hire people off the internet. I make sure everybody's vetted like heavily. Right. And um, now I have like almost 900 dot bots employees all wow. over the world. Wow. It's crazy. So I, I used to just massage for free. I didn't give a fuck about money. I just wanted to get into the show. Guys are right. Wow. I, I don't I don't need money. I just so stupid me. I massage for free from <laughs> 83 to 94. Wow. <laughs> wow. I didn't care about money. It, Why did I, hear you? I was like, I was selling Guatemalan bracelets outside of the shows and bagels and cream cheese and shit. 
I'm like, I don't need money. I mean, the Grateful Dead, I've seen them over 300 times for free. They were just feeding me and giving me back. I was like, there were deadheads outside begging to get in. And I had a backstage pass for every fucking show. Every I'm sitting on the soundboard. I'm sitting on the stage, massaging oh. Big Steve, watching the drummers from behind. Like, I mean, that's worth more than money to me. Amazing. Amazing. And then, I knew it. I knew it was going to be even better. Yeah. Than I thought it was amazing. And, and then in 94, um, Alan Dunn from the Stones flew me. I, I went from Germany to New Hampshire to visit my mom. And Alan Dunn flew me from New Hampshire to Toronto because mm-hmm. the Stones, um, when they rehearse for a tour, they usually do it in Toronto and they all rent a house in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So I massaged all the Stones in Toronto. And Charlie, though, he was the different one. Um, he always wanted just, he's, he was the most low maintenance stone and he just got a hotel. So I massaged Charlie all the time when I was there and he's like, um, so how much do I owe you? Excuse me for a second. You know, the iPhones bring up those Amber alerts. (laughs) Oh, you better look. Yeah. Amber alerts or something. I apologize. Charlie Stone. Stone. No. Um, so Charlie said, how much do I owe you? I go, nothing. You're a rolling stone. Right. I go, I should be paying you to massage you. <laughs> like, that's, no, that's nonsense. Doc. No one's going to take you seriously unless you mm. ask for money for your massage. Now, how much do I bloody owe you? I go, mm-hmm. I don't even know. Right. And so he gave me 200 Canadian dollars. I'm like, you know, I was like, woohoo. And right. he's like, so he told Alan Don, he's like, I want to take Dot on tour. Mm-hmm. So I went back to Berlin and I did the European tours, uh, 95 and 98 just for Charlie, but he mm-hmm. wanted his massage every morning from eight to 10. Right. So I'm like, I hated massaging anyone. I, I'm not a morning person. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate getting up early, but mm-hmm. I was there every morning at eight o'clock to massage Charlie from eight to 10. Right. And then um, I massage everybody else later. Mm-hmm. I'm massaging like Charlie um, Ron Wood at two in the morning mm-hmm. <laughs> and Charlie at eight. So I was like pretty tired, but um, I mean, I would have worked literally just for the stones catering. Their food is so good. Right. And I got to be front row and see every show for free. I was like, why am I even being paid? This is fucking insane. Wow. I mean, obviously massage is hard work. Yeah. I have a deep tissue massage. I kick ass. I sweat. So I'm like, yeah, but like the stones, I was just, I, I mean, I am crushed that Charlie's gone. Like, I can't even talk about it. I'll fucking die. He's my, he was my favorite stone. Wow. I love Charlie so much. He's the one who turned my crazy hobby into a career, you know? Career. Yeah, yeah. I love Charlie. Yes, indeed. He's, he was definitely my favorite. I love Charlie so much. Got pictures of him everywhere and stuff. I just love him. And he was uh, so funny. I'd walk into his hotel room and he'd be on the phone and he'd be looking at me and he'd get off the phone and go, is that a hole in your sock? I'm like, <laughs> he would just say the craziest things. Like, is that a tattoo on your ankle? I'm like, yeah. He goes, I bloody hate tattoos. I'm like, but like, <laughs> Charlie loved Frank Zappa and he loved Billy Holiday. So that's where we met musically. Mm-hmm. You know, we could talk about music like that. And he had every Billy Holiday and um, um, Ella Fitzgerald CD. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Carry them around with him. So yeah, I know. Oh God, I miss Charlie. <sighs> Don't make me sad too. Now. Don't make me sad. I, I got you though, but I I, I understand. You know, yeah. he, he probably looked at you. He was taking care of you. He wanted to make sure you were good. You know, yeah, he was like a dad. Yeah, he was like exactly, a dad. exactly. He was looking at you like you were his daughter. Most definitely, he wanted to make sure you were good. Yeah, yeah. sweetheart. <laughs> love, love, seriously, love. 
Yeah. So you have a definite love for music. You already answered so much. So you have a definite love for music. So what is it about music you love so much? Well, it, it's I can't just um I have the lyrics. Obviously, if you listen to I like big butts and I got, that's just just fun music. But lyrics are really important to me. And so, you know, the, I learned pretty much everything I need to learn from the lyrics of the Moody Blues mm. and the Beatles. Yeah. And I mean, and the Stones, you know, the Stones are raunchy, but still um, like time is on my side, uh, you know, or um, um, time waits for no one. Right. That song by the Stones, you know, mm. Um and um, the Beatles, my love, don't give me presents. They're teaching you that women should not be showering men with gifts. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to let the man pursue you. So I just learned a lot of stuff from the, the lyrics. And um, it just, I would work out in my room, push up, sit ups and everything after school and just listen to music constantly. Mm. And so I, I don't listen to, I, I hate like techno. It's, I can't, I can't even. I mean, but I am also a genre whore. I love um I love country. I love folk. I love the blues. I love funk. Um, and even some disco. I listen to some Donna Summers, whatever, you know. Now, but, we grew up on some disco music now. Come on now. Yeah. Come on now. Get down. Or some Shock and Pawn. Oh, uh, my goodness. What are you talking about? I <laughs> love Shock and you know. Something good. <laughs> Tell me that you like it, yeah. Wow. Awesome, <laughs> dude. Ray yeah. Charles. I yeah. fucking love Ray Charles. Yeah. Stevie yeah. Wonder. I'd be doing Stevie Wonder at karaoke. In fact, there's a black yeah. people bar. I start, and I'm up there, and the black people are like, you are not doing Stevie Wonder. I'm, I'm yes, I'm fucking doing Stevie Wonder, yeah. Like, I Music am. Music is universal. It's oh yeah, I know that's what I mean. That's yeah. what I mean. Music is universal. I've done karaoke in Russia, right? right? And in the country, Georgia, not Atlanta, the country, country Georgia. Georgia. I, did, I, I did Proud Mary and I brought the house down. They were like, <laughs> I mean, it's just so fun, you know. Um and yes, okay, I could have been a singer, but look look what happens to singers, you know. I mean, look at look at John Denver, he died in a plane. Look at a, you know, it's it's just it's too dangerous it's too risky i'm too old but whatever um i still get my kids doing karaoke i love it i did have a band once in berlin okay i got tired of waiting in line at karaoke because it's a fucking pain in the ass to watch people sing shit you don't like okay i don't want to see broadway tunes i don't want to hear about nemo and all that other shit when i go out to a bar i do not right fuck nemo and all that. I do hate that stuff. Anything from the film Frozen and you're singing it in a bar, fuck you. Okay, we don't want <laughs> to hear it. Go to Broadway and do it, okay? Just no. Just oh do not. my goodness. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather hear anything from the Grease soundtrack than Broadway shit. Okay? <laughs> But uh, <laughs> I forgot where we were going. Oh, yeah. So I got tired of waiting in line at karaoke and um I made a band in Berlin. I'm like, I'm going to sing every song. Right, right. <laughs> it is so much work being in a band. Holy bull. It was a lot of work. It definitely is. I mean, my daughter was already like 15 or something. So I was like, I have time now to do it. You have to rehearse three times a week. And I was paying for the rehearsal spaces because my band didn't have money. And I was already famous in Germany. I wrote a book. I had money. Everything's fine. So I'm like shelling out all the money for the equipment in the rooms and, mm -hmm. and everything. And we had tons of, of advertising. I mean, free advertisement because the press was like, Dr. God has a band. I called it Bitch Fest. 
<laughs> and I was the only girl in the band. And um, we did like ACDC, Zeppelin. I made them do ZZ Top. And they didn't want to do Bob Seger, but I said, trust me, they're going to love it. Yeah. We did, and we did Van Halen. And um, I'm a screamer. I can scream my fucking yeah. head off. <laughs> yeah. Without even any um, effort. It just, I'm, I'm you know. And, and it was so fun. I was stage diving and shit. And, um, but it's, you get fucking 50 euros. I'm like, what? what? I you know the bar owner's like, well, I did promise you all a hundred euros each, but mm, we're just going to give you 50. I'm like, I'm just going to go back to karaoke. It's too much fucking work. <laughs> it is. And then I saw Juliette Lewis in concert in Berlin after I massaged her, by the way, she has sex on legs. That woman is so sexy and hot and just, <laughs> She has so much charisma. Like she is like, she's the only two people I've ever met in the world that have this is like Juliette Lewis and Mick Jagger. Whereas uh -huh. when they're in the room, everyone in the room wants to sleep with them, male or female, just yeah. like they have something. It's just like je ne sais quoi, but it's like that she's so charismatic, you know, um, and not many people have that. No, I understand it. Believe me. She's I on fire. No, no, I know. I personally know. <laughs> oh. And I saw her in concert and she's so good. The way she dances and bends, bends, she's so bendy and uh -huh. crowd surfing and just fucking, yeah, you know, she's so hot and so good. And then after the concert, I saw her and her band packing their own shit and putting it in a minivan. I'm like, where are you going? Oh, we're driving to Switzerland now. It's going to be like, you know, a 10 hour drive. I'm like, I, you know, Juliette Lewis, she's already a movie star. She's not taking a, a jet, you know. She's like, no, no, I have to start over. I, I'm, as far as rock and roll, I'm starting from the beginning. And I'm like, okay, I might as well hang it up. If she's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Bitch Fest has no chance if Juliette Lewis is carrying her own shit to the van, okay? So forget it. I, You know, but I do love music. I love to sing. And it's just... Uh, I admire the people who make music for a living even more now, having been in a band. Right. Like, it's it's ridiculous how uh, successful, like, Steve Miller is or um, Steve Vai or, um, you know, anyone who's made it big. It's just like Eric Clapton, Alice Cooper. A lot of work. It's a lot of work. They do more work than people do. <laughs> and being on tour and traveling, well, you know, that's hard. It's hard, even for the, the superstars who have the best of the best. It's still nothing like being in your own bed. There's still mm -hmm. nothing like being at home and, 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 and feeling that. You know, because once you're out there on that road for a few weeks, then you're like, ooh. But then there's some people like George Clinton, who's who's definitely my favorite living client right now. Yeah. I love me, George, me and George Clinton, and I love his wife, Carlin. We oh. are repeat. I mean, I love them so much. I the pictures, though. <laughs> oh, my God. I love me some P-Funk. I love George. He's 80 now. He prefers to be on the road. He gets bored when he's at home in Tallahassee. Right. Right. He wants to be on the road. And um, and he's not just doing shows. He's doing commercials and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he's also one of those people <clears throat> that everyone gravitates towards, yes. but not not the same way Mick and, and um, uh, what's her name? Yeah. yeah. He's more of like, he's everybody's dad. Right, right. <laughs> like everybody wants to be, you know, right there next to George and just listening to what he's going to say next. He's like everyone's dad, you know? Yeah. And he's a, he's a magnet. He's a people magnet. Everybody wants to be around George. They fucking love him. And um, he's on, he's always on the, on the road, always. So, but most stars, mm -hmm. 
Uh, artists. Okay. Artists are fragile for something that happens to them when they're little makes people want to be artists. Mm -hmm. You didn't get enough attention or, you, you know, you could just be crazy talented on piano or something, but there's just something off when you become, when you're an artist, you, there's something weird about, you're fucking weird. If you're an artist, you're weird. There's something odd, whether you're an, an actor or a singer or something, there's something that you didn't get when you were a childhood child. No, for sure. For sure. There's a reason why people want to be extroverts and on TV and on stage. They want that attention. They want that fucking love. Okay. And definitely. And, and if they have the talent to back it up, they're on fire. You know right. what I'm saying? They're on fire. Right. Not everybody makes it. There's a lot of people who wanted to be it in front of everybody and they suck. And, and that's just that. But like, um, they, they so remember there's something off and they're a little bit fragile okay you know they can't handle not everybody can handle criticism and they end up maybe doing like say they get popular and everyone around them all the hangers honors here have some beer have some coke have some drugs those people want to be indispensable to the celebrity okay like oh if i keep this person high they'll never get rid of me and they're, they're they cause a lot of damage and so if the celebrity's not really secure with themselves um and they're alone in a hotel room all the time a lot of people can take advantage of that artist mm -hmm. you know and i see that a lot i've seen that a lot and that that saddens me that people do that i mean i don't want to start dropping names but i've seen it a lot and thank god they come they come out swinging usually not always some of them end up dead, but like it's such a um isolate fame isolates people. Right, it does. It does. It really does. Like because you get fake friends, you know. Yeah. I mean, I just can imagine how I hate to say it, but I can't even imagine what it's like to be in Madonna's fucking head. Like she must be, you know, um, she can't just go out. You can't just go out. Right. And um, you become a prisoner. Jay Z said he's like you become a prisoner. You become, yeah. You become a prisoner of your fame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, and like I just watched a. I eat once a day because I'm so busy. I'm like, oh, what am I going to watch? I'm watching a Patrick Swayze's Superstar. Um, there's you know a series on Hulu called Superstar, and I watch Patrick Swayze because I'm like, I don't know much about him. I missed a lot of American culture <clears throat> being in Europe all that time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So um, I watched it, and I was like, he was like, I he goes, I'm a people person, and it really bothered me to be alone all the time and be isolated. So I like to be around famous people, but I didn't. And I got a taste of fame in Germany and I didn't really like it. I didn't like all those ass kissers. First of all, you get love that you didn't deserve or earn or want. And then you also, there's also the haters, you know, people giving you shit. Um, oh, look at her tits or, the, you know, or look at that person's cellulite or look in that. There's always people picking at you on the internet, no matter who you are. Even the Kardashians were supposedly so hot. There's still people slagging them off on the internet, you know? So my cats are making noise. Um, I like fame is just a wicked thing, and people should not wish for it because once it happens, it's it can be a curse, you know. I and mean, not that many people can handle fame and just chill. I mean, I think uh, Michael McConaughey is mm -hmm. that the one? Yeah, I think cool. he, definitely. Cool I think, yeah. I, he seems pretty cool to me. Um, and uh, Charlie Watts, he was definitely. He's like. I don't wear makeup. I don't dye my hair. I don't have a bloody assistant. Like, I like the way he handled it. He is like, I don't care about fame. He's just like, whatever. You know, he would walk out the hotel, out the front door and go shopping to buy something for his wife without a bodyguard. He's like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing right. that. Right. You know?
But yeah, so it's just a crazy. Oh, and and I want to say something nice about Kanye. I'm looking at a picture of me and Kanye. Everyone's giving that guy shit. Everyone's slagging him off and criticizing him. He's a fucking nice guy. Mm -hmm. He's a sweetheart. It's just the the press, you know, they're writing nasty stuff about him. He's a nice guy. Give the guy a fucking break. If you don't know him, don't judge him. You know what I'm saying? I've massaged him. He's awesome to me. He's used my company. He's really kind and generous and funny. And he loves Led Zeppelin. He's fucking cool in my book. The same with Paris Hilton. Everyone's talking shit about her. It's not her fault. She was born to pair up to, you know, the Hilton. Right, right, thing. right. Like she's so kind and generous and polite and sweet. You cannot judge a book by its cover, you know. And Eminem, he was wicked nice to me i mean not a big fan of his most recent stuff but he was super cool to me and lauren hill everyone's like lauren hill's racist no she's not she's not because if she was i wouldn't have been massaging her over and over again you know what i'm saying so there's a lot of misconceptions about uh celebrities and i get to get to see it up close and personal i guess that's also kind of a thing i want to see is that person the same as i imagine they are or are they different you know right now i listen I love Kanye West. I think all the stuff, some of the stuff is so funny. I think he's super calculated at times. I love his mind. I, I don't really judge people. I'm not one of those people. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. First of all, that's just how I was raised. And I'm not, I don't have time to talk about this person or that person. I just want to be happy in my world and in my life. And so when I meet everybody, I am a genuine person. And as my boy Relentless says, uh, he's a lead singer of this band called Vengeance out in California and in Napa. Uh, Relentless is just like, man, just want people to be good human beings. There's not enough good human beings anymore. And and my saying, the Lord Nelson saying is this, the world is not crazy. It's the people in it. It's not the world. The world has been doing this thing forever. (laughs) The people in it that are crazy. So I just remove myself from madness. If if I see something crazy going down, I'm going to exit stage left i'm going this way now mind you i can get in there and laugh and clown with you and act the fool with anybody i can get in there and really get at it i'm good at it but there's you know as i've gotten older i just don't have the time for that i mean it's it's uh too much energy to be spent doing that or hating on somebody like that i love kanye's music yeah whether he and kim are together or not that's none of my business i really don't care about that that's on them I could care less about that. But when he makes, you know, when he makes music and I love it, I went to his concert that was down in Atlanta. My daughter was like, dad, you got to come. I got these tickets. I was just like, I'm there. Went there, had nice. a good time. Listened to him. He's, he's amazing. Uh, my wife's, uh, her first cousin uh, is married to a guy that is one of Kanye's. He grew up with Kanye in Chicago. And um, I'm just like, hey, man, I have nothing against any. I, I don't have anything against anybody, really. I, yeah. I, just, I really don't. Enjoy your life. Have a good time. And, uh, I, I, I think a lot of people are jealous of him too, you know. Of course, a lot of people. Um, it's mostly men hating on him, and it's like, okay, you're jealous because first of all, he was banging Kim Kardashian, and secondly, he has he's shitting money. He's so rich, you know. So <laughs> it's like just save your your envy, you know. Right, indeed. Yeah, and and I like it that he's bringing God back into you know play here like he's he's not afraid to say praise the lord and we need more lord and we need more jesus and that's true we do you know and um i'm a person of faith and um i it's good you know people should 
not necessarily you don't have to go to a church, but in your head, you should, you know, you should pray and, and think positive thoughts and stuff like that. And I like it that he does that at his concert. I, I think he's awesome. Yeah. I hope he comes back swinging. I, I think he might be a little hurt right now, but yeah. um, I like, I mean, he lost his mom and now his wife and everything. Yeah. I feel bad for him, you know. He's gonna he's gonna be he's gonna be good. He'll be good. I, hope so. I, I think he's 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 not a quitter, that's for sure. No, I don't know if you saw his uh special on, on Netflix, uh uh Genius. What's it called? Genius. Ginger. Genius. Genius. No, I haven't yeah. seen it yet. You know, I didn't have Netflix um up until like two days ago when somebody let me suck off of their Netflix tits. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, first of all, I don't have time usually to watch anything. Right. When I did have time to watch stuff, I was watching Gordon Ramsay. I'm like, oh yeah, let me watch How to Cook. Right. Even though I love Gordon Ramsay, but like, I will check it out. Genius. If it's about Kanye, I'll watch it. It's but, all about him from his beginnings. It is oh, amazing. Nice. And then you find out why he is who he is. It was an amazing watch. I enjoyed every single bit of it. Oh, good. I'm definitely going to, I'm going to check that out because I, I really like him a lot. And, um, He's always been kind to me, and he, he just cracks. He's funny as hell. Yeah, yeah. Like I knocked on um. He wanted a massage at four a.m. in Berlin, mm-hmm. and the hotels, the five star hotels, always called me because they know. First of all, the hotels know I'm awake, right? Right. <laughs> and I speak English, so anytime a big American or English speaking star would come, the hotels would call me, and um, and because they know I'm the best, and I would go there, and they're like, could you come massage Kanye for him? I'm like, that's going to cost a pretty fucking penny. And he's, <laughs> and I'm like, all right. So I go to the door, and and I knock on his hotel room door, and he opens it, and he's standing there in nothing but boxer shoes. I didn't mean it. I didn't do it. I didn't mean this. It was an accident. I'm like, what are you talking about? And and there was like smoke coming out of his room. And I go, what's going on? And he goes, oh, there's a little fire, but I didn't mean it. I'm like, dude, we have to call the front desk. Right. He tried to get like an American charger into the European. Oh, right, 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 right. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, but he was yeah. just like so um, cute and um, he's not arrogant at all. And He's just confident. When you watch the show, you know that he knows what he wants and he's going to go get it. He's just confident in who he is. Yeah, well, I, I just think that it, that that show probably gave people a, a different insight to who he is and good. a little more respect for him and his drive and, yeah. and the initiative that he showed to go get it, to go get it. He went, you know, even when they didn't believe in him, he believed in himself. And that's what was important. He believed yeah. in himself. So that was a, it's an amazing thing. Yeah, yeah. He, I think um, he's. Uh, what were you saying about confidence? He's. Um, oh, I I can relate with people like him because some some people might think they might think I'm arrogant or something because I'm so um, all over the place on the internet. So I'm not arrogant. I'm just I know what I want. I know what I want to do, and right. you know, I don't I don't wait for people's approval for nothing. I do free. what I want. You're a free spirit. You're free. You can tell. Absolutely. You're not worried about a whole lot of madness. You do what you want to do. You don't try. You just do it. You know Absolutely. What I'm <laughs> I mean, on my Facebook profile, it says stay free. Right, right. It used to say, it used to say usually in Facebook jail, but <laughs> I've managed to avoid Facebook jail for a couple months now. I mean, at the last time they smacked me down, they, like, you know, in the real section, not stories, the reels. Uh-huh. 
I posted a video of there was a naked statue right. with a heart on. I guess a Roman Roman statue had a big willy. Yeah. And um, it was in a museum and, and four ladies and a I and saw a, it. I watched it. I saw it. Yeah. Right. I thought it was really funny. And there's four ladies and they're all fully clothed and they walk by the statue and they go, Oh my God, look at that. Yeah, and, yeah. and and so they were touching the penis. They couldn't believe right. how big it was or whatever. Yeah. And then one of them was pretending to like you know stroke right. it. And then and then the one with really really short hair. I'm I'm hundred percent sure that was a man dressed as a woman. But whatever you know. And um and he was like giving it a little pretending to suck it or something. And and the video was up for a couple of months. And then someone must have got offended. Somebody did. And, and and flagged it. And so I got 30 days of restriction. I mean, I wasn't in jail, but they were like that red banner across, you know, like we're fucking watching you and I've never you know. seen it. That's hilarious. I know a few of my friends, a few people that I know, they've been in there. Like, I've been I've been Facebook jail, Lord. I mean, it's like, okay, all right. You've never been in Facebook jail? No, I am as I listen, I'm just a I'm a happy go lucky person. I don't do anything too crazy. Uh I'm just, I'm just a good guy. <laughs> so you're like virtue signaling now. Like you're, I'm a, I'm a bad girl. <laughs> I have been in Facebook jail so many times that I actually had to start a new account. Like they just, they killed me. Killed. They did a happy you. dance. They did a happy dance on my grave. Really? Fucking, wow. they killed my old account. I had to start. A new one all sneaking in like <laughs> I didn't even call myself dot. I'm like, I'm Dorothy. Yeah. I, I don't even know that bitch dot over there. Like I don't even know her. <laughs> I've always just smiled at your content. You know, I mean honestly, I mean you you've had you've had great content. So I can't I can't bug on it. It's it's always I, been good. I have a sense of humor and uh, apparently Facebook does not have a sense of humor. Their algorithms right. okay, this is a perfect example. Since 2009, I have a group on Facebook called Frank Zappa, the best. Frank Zappa, colon, the best. Okay. There's like 32,000 people in it. Mm -hmm. um, even though they killed my last account, luckily I still snuck in and I'm still the owner of the group. Right. Anyways, a lot of people in the group, Frank Zappa's bandmates are all in there. Like everybody who's alive who played with Frank is in the group as well, as well as Frank Zappa's sister and so on, right? Okay. So sometimes they want to quote, a Frank Zappa song. Mm -hmm. Well, Frank Zappa has a song called Crew Slut. Mm -hmm. She's a crew slut. Hey, you'll love it. She's a crew slut. Don't make a fuss. Just get on the bus and be a crew slut. It's, it's a wicked funny song. Yeah. But every time someone quotes that song, they they get thrown in Facebook jail. Right. And I get a warning in the group. Really? That behavior is not allowed. We're going to fucking delete your group if that... Right. And what else? Um, crew slot and um, I mean most of Frank Zappa's songs are are considered inappropriate. The lyrics with a tongue like a cow, she can make you go wow, and um, you know. You but it's, it's all in good humor, like right, indeed. No, I, listen, I I understand it clearly. Things have changed. I know. Uh, I, I I was a. Uh, was a song. I'm not once again. I'm not gonna say what the song is, but it's kind of it's a little risque. And I let my uh my guy hear it. He was just like, "Wow." I was Wait, which like, one hey. are you talking about? Uh, why does it hurt when I pee? <laughs> why does it hurt when I pee? I oh, not that song. 
or what about keep it greasy so it goes down easy, roll it over and grease it down and drive it through the heart of town. A girl don't need no fancy <laughs> cream to get herself some rump relief. Anytime. <laughs> yeah. <a> lube <laughs> Maybe from another part of you, lube from the north, lube from the south. Take a little slobber from the slide of your mouth. Keep it greasy so it goes down easy. Like, was that the song? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what about? Um, oh my goodness! I want a nasty little Jewish princess <laughs> who don't know shit about cooking and who's arrogant looking. A horny little Jewish princess my with goodness. Titanic tits and sandblasted pits. I don't care if she's poor as long as she does it with four on the floor. <laughs> Listen, I knew that this was going to be a great conversation. I knew it. There is no get you in Facebook jail. You're not gonna get me a Facebook jail. It's all love. It's all love. Because listen, I am on the CMS network now, classic metal show with Chris Aiken, and I have no worries. Everything we is. We haven't love. even talked about any metal. Metal. No. Metal, all of that, heavy metal television. Gonna have a ball. I'm gonna have oh, a ball. When he oh, sees this, when metal. he sees this, he's gonna be like, awesome. Oh, metal. What metal do I like? Well. I mean, I have a Jimi Hendrix tattoo that's like a size of. Wow. Goodness. That's nice, though. Wow. Look at the colors of it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, I know that Jimmy's not necessarily considered metal, but that's where. We love Jimmy. That's they where it starts. Got it. Starts with Jimmy. People love and Jimmy. I, I love, I love ACDC. ACDC is unbelievable. That's what we grew up on. I, on fucking, I mean, Back in Black is like a flawless. Yes. Come on now. That's what and we dirty grew deeds. Up. Yeah. Um, what else? <laughs> um, I mean, Judas Priest, probably Iron Maiden. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're lucky to get one of those. By the way, I burped on a Frank Zappa record. <laughs> if, I'm not kidding. If you want, if, listen. If you want to fact check this, fact check. Um, then the fucking fact checkers. There's a Frank Zappa album called "The Best Band You've Never Heard in Your Life." Right, 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 right. Live album from the '88 tour. Yeah, yeah. And Frank recorded my burps in Portland, Maine, and used them on the rest of the tour. And you can hear my burps in the song called "A Few Moments with Brother A West." My burps are like super loud. And I'm not even drinking bubbly water. This is still water here, but oh my goodness, listen, I laugh a lot. It's it's just that I find I find humor. I see everything. I'm very <laughs> visual. So when people tell me things, I see things. So it's just hilarious. You are a wild girl. <laughs> a lot. My grandma. Oh, say, we're gonna get to the we're gonna get to the second question. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just fine. I'm fine. We're good. We're good into it. I, it's like I want to let you just keep talking, but no, it's all beautiful. No, no, no. I, I should so have I, some. I so should have some structure in my life. No, please. no, no. So mind you, continue enjoying yourself because I'm enjoying myself most definitely. Well, I just oh. want to say, my grandmother said she's she's gone. Unfortunately, her name uh, is Dorothy. Her name was Dorothy as well, and she goes, "You're nothing but a bag of wind," because I burp so much. You know. <laughs> You ain't nothing but a bag of wind. 
Oh, so no, next... tell me, what else? What are you curious so, about? The next thing, you, we, we've already kind of talked about it, but I'm still going to ask the question. So you are a certified masseuse, but unlike other masseuses, you have a very unique style. How and when did you become one? <laughs> you already, we already know how you became one. So what is so what did you say again about the the let me show you you about the biting? Let's see if you can see the bite massage. There it is, bite massage. So I have yeah, the United States uh patent and trademark of bite massage. I have wow, that's mine. Yeah, and those are all my rock star pictures, by the way. So you so so you mean to tell me amazing. A wall of wall of wall of stars. That is amazing. Cause I just saw this saw the one with uh Ice T also. Oh, I love Ice T. Where is he? Where is he? Man, oh man. I love Ice T. He cracks me up. Amazing, amazing, amazing. He got a four-handed massage from um me and one of my dot bots. Uh-huh. There's Bruce. I heard something going on with Bruce. We got um Mariah Carey. Oh, there's George Clinton. I don't know if you can see. No, I, I see it. Yes, indeed. Good old George. And there's Charlie. Wow. Uh, 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 uh. Josh Groban. Danny Elfman. When are you going to write another book? I know. I really wish I had time. You know what? I need someone. You got to get, get somebody with you to help you out with that. You, you got to write another book. I know, I know, because the last one was 99. So much other shit has happened since then. Or when are they going to make a movie? What's, what's up with the screenplay? I mean, I'm serious. What's the deal? I know, I don't know. It's just that uh, my kid, like Thursdays are my only day now because um, mm -hmm. I have I have coverage on Thursdays to have some freedom. Okay. And that, that only happened again recently. Mm -hmm. Because um, I've been raising him my, myself and his dad, um, his dad looks like George Harris, uh, yeah, George Harrison from the Beatles. Okay. Uh, I I know. My daughter's dad looks like John Lennon and my son's dad looks like George Harrison. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Um, and he's like much younger than me. He's 20 years younger than me, the dad. Really? Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, I had a 28-year-old hitting on me tonight. I'm like, dude, please just stay away. You know that, that police song, Don't Stand So Close to Don't Me. Don't Stand like, So Close to Me. I don't need no more trouble. Okay. No more trouble. But, but, you know, honestly, I would not have thought at all. When I say young lady, I really be that. I would have never thought that you were, you know, uh, you, you, you wear it well. It. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is that you wear it well and, and you should embrace that and enjoy every single moment of it. That's what it is. That's you. It's, it's who you are. I mean, that's what's yeah. Well, you know what? I also, I want to help people, other people um, live healthy. You know, like I, I'm drinking kale and parsley smoothies. I make them at home. Right. I, I have a blender and I shove, you know, those aloe vera plants that are long and spiky. Uh, yeah. I, I, I cut them open and I dig out the gook, put right. it in a blender. I put fresh parsley in there and fresh kale and, and um, ginger and turmeric. I don't peel that shit because it takes forever. And I just, blend it with um water and i drink it like and i eat salad every single day yeah so, and not because i'm afraid of getting fat or something i don't give a fuck i, I do eat popcorn you know like right. i'm not an angel but um i don't drink soda and i don't eat white bread mm -hmm. um 
I don't eat white pasta and I just, it's vegetables, vegetables. And I've always been like that. Plus I don't have time to be hanging out in the sun. So sun, sun is really bad for your, your, your skin, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, a little bit's okay. So um, that's why I don't look like a trash. I don't, when I go out to karaoke, don't think I'm (laughs) pounding shots or something, you know, I'll have one shot and I'll be like, I'm a lightweight, you know, like I cannot handle alcohol. I'm, well, I'm definitely a lightweight. I'm I'm a big guy, but I'm straight edge. I, I always have been. I don't smoke, drink, do anything. Now, I've been around. I've you been look around, good. I've been around. You know, out on tour, and and I've seen it. I've seen some wildness. But as I say, I don't. I don't judge anybody. You know, I just want to make you, sure. Do you play an instrument, or are you just singing, or what? I'm just, a, I'm just a lead singer. I just get up there and do what I do. I'm a front man. That's why when you were saying this stuff about you know people being weird, I was just like, hey man. <laughs> Not, I'm not a weirdo. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. When when your dad was in the army, did you move a lot? Of course. I mean, we moved to a few places: Charleston, okay, Panama, Georgia, Kansas. We've been to a few places. Yeah, and so that, didn't that affect you somehow? Like it affected me. Like it was it was heart wrenching to make friends and then have to right, move. lose your friends. Indeed, indeed. Right. But you know what? The, the way I am is that. No, I agree with you on that point. Um, I. I can still see them all. I, just when I say that I'm super visual, uh, music, what's so good about music to me is when I hear certain songs, it's music is a time machine also to me. Absolutely. So, it takes me back to where I'm in Fort Benning, Georgia, and I'm just looking around and we're at the pool. Uh, you know, my brother and I, I was real young. He's two years older than me, but, you know, we're at the pool or we're at the PX or we're, you know, doing whatever we're doing. And I just remember being at my friend's house or, or riding in the car. Yeah. I remember all these things. I mean, because, I mean, I really music. because of the, the music is just, just like you said about music. Music is like, really is like, I love music. Music is a real good friend of mine. Music is related to me. <laughs> That's what it is. Well, I mean, it's, it's like, so you kind of bonded with music the same way I did. Like you couldn't, you couldn't bond with friends too much because you knew you were moving. So you bonded with that music, which you could take with you everywhere. And like, yep. if I listen to Boston, I remember being 10 years old, walking around Memphis, you know, cause we lived in Memphis for a while. And, right. or I'll, I, if I listen to the cars, I remember Newport, Rhode Island when we lived there. Right, like, right, right. It's like the soundtrack of your life, you know? Yes, indeed. And I, I don't understand when people say that they don't like music. It, it baffles my mind. I, <laughs> I really don't understand it. You know, oh, no, I don't want to listen to that. You know, could you turn that down? I'm like, are you serious? Because my friends, a lot of times my friends were like, are you listening to that? Or my kids were like, you went from this Jamaican song to this country song. Now you're listening to this rock song. Now this super, super heavy song. What's wrong with you? Now you're listening to jazz. I'm just like, I just love music. It's something about the sonics of music that does something for me. You know, yeah. I find a I find a definite pleasure in it. So yeah, me too. I mean, I um I listened to like the last couple of days. I don't care if it's embarrassing or not. I started to listen to John Denver. I'm like, I fuck. Oh, John Denver. Thank God I'm a country boy. That cracks me up. I love that. <laughs> and then I'll do um Cochise, Audio Slave, or um yeah. You know, I can do let the bodies hit the floor. Oh, like I can you know do that stuff. But tonight I did a lot of country. I did um, John Denver and, uh, oh, I did Tennessee Whiskey. That's the, that's the last song you were singing with the hat on, right? I told you I watched it. I did um, Midnight Train to Georgia. No, that wasn't the one you said. I think it was the other one. 
I did whipping post. Whipping post is the one you did. That's the one I saw you do. You yeah. did whipping post, and then you came, you had the hat on. So when you said that, I was just like, I was just watching that. I just I know. <laughs> and I he stole my fucking hat. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to find out. Like that is so mean. If he tries to text me someday, hey, because he wanted a picture of me to, and him together wearing the hat, right? Right, right, so, right. He, I got his number. I mean, he got my number, whatever. And I texted right. him a picture of me and him. If right. he ever texts me again and he wants like to take, I'm like, dude, no. <laughs> you can go fuck your hat, okay? <laughs> Pardon my French. I do see. I grew up back pretty much, so my language is, you know. Oh, uh, listen, it's all love. I, let, let me look down at, at my bulletin. Book. Let me see if there's anything else I can ask you because you've answered so many beautiful things already. This has been a well, conversation. This yeah, you probably conversation. have a little. You have a little sheet of stuff I need to ask Doctor Dot, and I threw you off the map completely. Now you you <laughs> didn't. You didn't throw me off. What you did was add to this. You just complimented everything and made it so much better. I, listen, you took it and you ran with it. You took over the show for a moment. It's all love. I have no problem with that. It's all beautiful because I'm confident in the man that I am. There are no worries. I'm oh, yeah. You 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 definitely give off. Like, you, you got it going on. Are you ever going to come to Jersey? Have I ever? You know what? Um, When was the last time I was in Jersey? It's been a little while. Um, are you in South Carolina right now? Right. I'm in South Carolina. I live in South Carolina. Yeah. I was doing some work up there in Jersey. Uh, uh, we were in Mawa for a little bit. And um oh yeah, yeah. Mawa, you know, at that time Mawa was like one of the richest places in the United States. Why does Mawa sound so familiar? What where is Mawa? A lot of a lot of the people, a lot of people with money lived up in Mawa. It sounds I don't think familiar. It's like a super gigantic place, but uh it was up there wasn't too far from New York, so you know. Oh yeah, speaking of New York, like I live five miles from Manhattan and I think it's I, I don't want to go there. It's dangerous and um, dirty. Really? Manhattan is really dangerous right now. Do not go. <laughs> it's super bad. Really? I have a lot of um, cop friends. I, I don't know how I, I end up accumulating police officer friends, but it's really good to have because they give me PBA cards mm -hmm. and I get them into heavy metal shows for free. They're all metalheads. Gotcha, gotcha, um, gotcha. But they send me videos, and, and I also know a bunch of construction workers that go from Jersey to Manhattan every day, mm -hmm. and they send me videos on WhatsApp of stuff they see in the city. I'm like, really? Oh, oh hell no. New like, York's so one of the few places that I've been to that it was beyond your expectation. You know, you, you know how you have expectations of what things are going to be, and then when you get there, it's just like, wow. It was everything. You know, it was all that and more. It's the cat. <laughs> What's what his or her name? This is Candy. Candy. Yeah. I, I her real name is Candace Owens, but I call her Candy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a rescue. <laughs> That's her full name. Yeah, you are a wild individual. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I, love, I I could definitely end up being a crazy cat lady someday. I love them. Sure you. I got nothing against dogs, but I don't have time for a dog right now. You have time for dogs, but you love cats. I've never, I've never been, a, you know, had any cats. I've always had dogs all my life. Never had cats. You know, some of my friends, family members have had cats. Uh, you know, I'm indifferent. You know, it's I all thought my son wants a dog, but you know, he doesn't even 
poop any of their scoop any of their poop. So like, you know, <laughs> not yet. I have enough mammals relying on me right now. <laughs> oh my goodness. If you ever come up here, we have to meet. It would be so fun. And if I drag you out to karaoke, let's just say you and I end up in a karaoke place. Mm. What are you gonna sing? Ow. I've never done karaoke. Never. Not one time. Ever. I've never it's done karaoke. So fucking. I, I might go in there and watch everybody else, but I'll go up there and do whatever. I have no fear of that. That's easy. No, what would you do? What, I don't know. I mean, what would be? I don't know. I, I know nothing about karaoke. Well, you just, it's like, yeah, you don't need a band. You're just singing the band. No, I understand that. So how do you pick songs? Is it on a jukebox or is it somebody oh. playing it? No, no. You just tell the DJ. Actually, oh, you tell now, the DJ. Yeah. Now it's at the point where you just text the DJ and say, well, I wanted to do Shaka Khan. Uh, telling me something good, but then um, everybody else voted that I do uh, Bob Seger night moves. And um, I always go and I I like, you know, I got into it in um, what year was it? I think it was like 2000. Uh I went from Berlin to Connecticut to visit relatives. And I have a cousin named Rachel who's as wide as she is tall. I mean, this is a big human being. And she didn't have any fear to get up in front of two or 300 people and, and she can't sing, but she's, <laughs> I was, I was like, in all, I had never done karaoke. Wait, no, not 2000. What year was that? Yeah. Yeah. It was 2000. I had never done karaoke yet. Right. And, um, maybe it was even 2002 or something. I was like, I can't believe you get up in front of those people, Rachel, you're fucking brave. I would right. never do that. Right. And she's, she's got like a glass of wine in her hand and a cigarette. She's like, don't want no short dick, man. <laughs> eeny, eeny, itsy bitsy, short, short dick, man. I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, you are so brave. I would never. <laughs> And, 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 you know, the men in the audience are like, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's where I was exposed to karaoke first. I was gotcha. like, I was like, wow, yeah. I believe she has courage to get up in front of people. This is amazing. And then, um, <laughs> and then, then we went to a pizza place and, and they had karaoke and I'm like, okay, I get to watch my cousin sing short dick man. And she, she sings two songs, short dick man and sweet Caroline. Those are the only two songs she, she does. Right. So, and I'm dressed all like um, sprockets. Cause I'm, I'm living in Berlin. I'm think I'm, I'm a Berliner now. I got princess Leia hair. And I'm, wearing, I'm wearing rubber, black, shiny, tight ass rubber dress that had, <laughs> A collar up to here with a zipper like like you know those chinese dresses that have a zipper that goes this way I of, i'm wearing like it's like a chinese cut but it's uh-huh. black spandex rubber right. not latex but but rubber rubber yeah yeah and i mean short sleeve but it's just like super tight okay. and i have matching rubber boots that come right. up to here uh-huh. and um high heels but you know i'm I'm going into a fucking pizza place in Enfield, Connecticut, and people are wearing Timberland boots and flannel shirts and jeans. And I walk in, and the the women in the place fucking hated me the second they saw me. Yeah, it was like you were peacocking. Yeah, it was like you were peacocking. Everybody, you had all the attention. Yeah. And, and they were throwing, you know those beer, the, the thing you put your beer on, the beer mats? The coasters. Yeah, they were whipping coasters at me from across the bar. <laughs> I mean, I hadn't even got to the fucking seat yet. Okay, like, fucking. Now you do know. I mean, 
just find somewhere to look at yourself. You do know. Come on. You know, we talked about jealousy and hate. It happens. It happens. It happens. You know, this, and you know what? Say that it's beyond your physical. Okay. Just say that the, the confidence that you walk with, that'll do it also. You walk in with confidence. People are already, you know, they're already looking at you. And then you're like, you know, yeah, I, you, I know mean, who I, you are. You tonight know. I went out in a jean jacket and um, there was some, there's some girls hating, but I'm thinking, you know what? I don't dress for women. I dress for men because I love men and I always will. So I do not dress, I do not dress for girls. Do you know how real that is, what you just said? That is one of the real, there's so many people, well, I dress this, that, that, you should, you just, that is what, listen, that right there yeah. is one of the realest things that I've heard. You said that, that is. You keep it in real estate, true to the game. Oh, absolutely. I dress for men. I get the girls out. Um, and I'm wearing like, you know, I don't dress too slutty. I either got the girls out in long pants or I got a shirt up to here and super short skirt or short. Right. You know, right. I want men to feel like men. I love men. And I know, you know, they're like they went through this long lockdown and they're fucking, right. ah, you know. I dress for men and I, and I don't do my fucking fingernails either. Like, cause I have never heard a man say, look at that hot girl at the bar with her long nails. They don't give a fuck about fingernails, ladies. They don't care. You need to stop with the fucking fingernails and the huge eyebrows. They don't give a shit about any of that stuff. Okay. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, so we're like, we're in the pizza place and we sit down. I'm with my relatives and um, my cousin gets up and then the DJ goes, we have a virgin in the house. I'm like, hmm. her name's Dottie. I go, oh, no, 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 And so all the jealous bitches were like, yeah, you need to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm not, I don't know. I don't even know what I would sing. I don't know. And the DJ's like, well, what do you like to sing? I go, I don't know. And everyone's like, do it, do it. And my family's like, I'm like, oh, this is like a fucking Julia Roberts movie or something. I know there's... Um, so I pick Proud Mary. Okay. So I'm, I'm on this little stage, <clears throat> and there's you know the slow part. Now I like to take a minute and uh, talk to you about this part. You know, so I'm like doing it, and my family's like, and so I, you know, rolled, and my family's going. Rolling, rolling. So I'm like, okay, I got my family over there, and I fucking nailed it so bad, and the what? girls fucking, <laughs> and and and. and <laughs> They, hit me. Your downfall. they were like uh, trying to attack me in the back. Where did you suck? Yeah. you get those fucking boots? You know. <laughs> um, but so I got addicted to karaoke. Then I'm like, oh my god, this yeah. is fun. So yeah. then I started. You know, that's how the karaoke bug started. Gotcha. And, um, I just love singing. And and I like I told you, I had a band. And you know how much work it is with a fucking band. You always have problems finding a good drummer. You always have problems keeping your drummer sober. Wow. You always, it, it, and then the bass players. Fucked up. Everyone's like got stuff going on with girlfriends and and babies and kids. It's so much drama to have a band. It's, yeah. And then it's not even worth it at the end. Yeah. You know, but the but the couple bitch fest shows I had was, I made everybody in the audience fill out a groupie um, checklist. Uh -huh. Like uh, like, are you eligible to be a doctor dot groupie? Mm -hmm. Do you swallow? It was the funniest fucking thing. I still have it. It's the funniest thing ever. And um, we we got we had groupies come backstage. It was just, we really mocked the whole rock star groupie bringing back. It was right, so fun. Right. It was hilarious, but it's too much work. Yeah, I it's mean, listen, it's def it's definite work. You know, I, I saw so much stuff. Uh, I had, 
when I was with Stuck Mojo, I had a great time. Uh, when we toured with Volbeat, one of the best tours that we had, it was an amazing tour. Uh, I've been to Russia also. Russia was really amazing. Let me ask you a question. And I bet you didn't see any other black people in Russia. None. Um, so I saw a couple of African hmm. individuals in the hotel, maybe two. But yeah. yes, I was up because I stay up. I, I stay. I, I am a vampire. So I'm up all, always. So <laughs> have uh, a lot in common. Yeah. So I was in the I was in the hotel. And speaking with the people that brought us over there. So the people that brought us over there, they might have been a little connected to, uh, you know, anyway, a little a little connected, let me say. And so we laughed and we laughed all night and they drank vodka and drank vodka. And I don't drink it. So I'm just there just looking at these, just <laughs> looking at them and they are getting tore down. And um, uh, Leonid and his and his wife, they were just looking at me and she just, she just, you know, she just touched my face. And she was just like, wow. And, and you know, and then I'm telling them things about Russia, how we learn things about Russia. You know, I was like, well, yeah, it is. And then I was like, well, I was like, uh, Pushkin is your, uh, you know, literary person, um, you know, that you have over here. And, I, and then she said, how do you know about Pushkin? I was like, well, you know, he's got black in him. He's, you know, and she was like, yes, he does. How do you know that? I said, well, I've done a little studying about this and that and that and that. And so I was trying to get, to, we didn't have enough time to get to his museum because he's like uh, Shakespeare to them. So, oh. yeah, so he's their Shakespeare. And so yeah. I was just like, I wanted to go to his monument so badly. I wanted to get yeah. there. We didn't have enough time to get there. We did go to, uh, what, Red Square. And uh, we had a ball. We were in Moscow. So we, we had a great, great, great time. They treated us like royalty over there. It, it was, is. Um, I had a great time, too. Yeah, yeah. Where'd you it go? Was kind of shitty, but... The what was shit you said? Food. No. I, but no. you have to, I like, I, I, I eat avocados every day. They don't okay. have avocados. You know what? So are you, are you just straight? You are, are you a vegan or are you just a vegetarian? No, I eat, I eat like one burger a month mm -hmm. or, or one chicken breast a month. Like I had chicken nuggets or fingers, whatever it was at the bar. Right. So I'm not like, I'm not a snob or anything. It's just that I love salad so much. I want salad and I want avocados, salad but I will, I will eat a burger, you know? Yeah, yeah. I stopped, I stopped eating a lot of that stuff probably about a year and a half now. I, I you mean, a vegan? No, I'm not a vegan. I'll eat some, um, I'll eat, I'll, I may eat some shrimp or some fish, you know, but usually it's, uh, beyond beef and, and salads and stuff like that. That's what I eat. I, I do. I, I but eat Beyond them. Beef has some weird shit in it. Don't trust anything that Bill Gates says. Do not. <laughs> like, yeah, like he doesn't want anyone eating beef anymore. It's like I'm, hey, listen. It's all. It's all something else. It's all beautiful. It's all. You will beautiful. eat bugs and you will like it. That's what. That's where they're heading with this. Okay, so hold be on, careful. Hold on. You, you, don't, you don't like bugs. <laughs> I don't even like fish. Fucking, you don't like fish? I'd rather fucking die than eat a fish of fish. I hate fish. It smells like my fucking gross cousin's vagina on a hot summer, summer day. I don't even, I hate fish. Like, I hate fish. And I'm from New England, so there was fish around me all the time. Oh, yeah, no, I have family in Boston and Connecticut also, my aunt. But oh. goodness, man, I, uh. I don't eat a lot of fish. I used to go fish. I love fishing still. I love to go fishing, but when I go fishing now... I release everything. I don't. I don't keep anything. It's just catch and release. Catch and release. Yeah, I just go for the sport of it now. Because uh, I had a, a guy in North Carolina. He's a, a a pro angler, 
we just had a good po- good podcast, and it was just good. It, it, that was a selfish podcast for me because I love fishing. So we just had a great conversation about fishing. And I well, met him at a- Newport. If you ever go to Newport mm-hmm. or Georgia, let me know because my brother lives in jo- Douglasville, Georgia, and he's an avid fisher. He fucking you lives in Douglasville. Fish. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. Fish. And in Newport, Rhode Island, I have a friend named Rich Murphy. Uh-huh. He's posting pictures of him with fish every damn day. Right, right. No, I love fishing. I've never done a whole lot of, of fishing out in the ocean. I'm I'm more of a lake, you know, lakes and ponds and stuff like that that I've done. And, you know, the biggest fish I've caught is 10 pounds. Uh, you know, back when I was younger, I had it mounted. It was all beautiful. I'd never do that again. I'll release them all. But, you oh. know, that's just something that I enjoy. I yeah. enjoy that when I get time, when I have time to do it. I don't have as much time like I used to. But that's that's just something that frees my what mind. Is, what is it that you're doing that makes you so busy? What are you doing? Working on my music. I'm doing this podcast. I'm really busy at my music. I I, I stay busy. Okay. Do you do just covers or do you write your own music? Covers. Okay. So, so tell me some of the covers you do. How did this turn into a this? God, how did this turn into you interviewing me now? But you know what? I don't mind. Let's talk about it. Okay. So I was in a band called Stuck Mojo. I don't know if you know who Stuck Mojo is. Maybe you don't. So it I sounds was, familiar. I was in a band with Stuck Mojo. I was the second lead singer. Bones was actually the first one. Um, but we went to school together, graduated together. And then I came in and filled in for him for a little bit. And that's why that took me to all over Europe and, and you know, Russia. And I just had a great time with them. I did two albums with them, Southern Born Killers and The Great Revival. Uh, Southern Born Killers was a very, very good album. We had a song called Open Season. That was out, and it was a very, very, very popular song. It was about 9-11, and then they took it down because, you know, all the things. Play the song Open Season. (laughs) By Stunk Mojo. The High Highs on Amazon Music. Is that it? No, say say, Open Season by Stuck Mojo. Chuck Mojo? Stuck, stuck, stuck Mojo. Like I'm stuck on you, Stuck Mojo. Alexa, play Stuck Mojo. Open season. Open Here's season. Here's some music by Stuck Mojo on Amazon Music. Alexa, stop. It's fucking loud. Oh, it's going to be loud. Wait, Alexa, stop. <laughs> you fucking metalhead. <laughs> oh. I did, did. You have to go check it out. Or I have to send you some. So, Stuck so Mojo. Funny. And then after that, I did a uh, an album with, well, actually two albums with a band that I toured with called Lies. They're from France. And so. Live? Lies. L-I-E-S. Lies. They're a smaller band, Lies. They're from France. And uh, so it was uh, Lord Nelson featuring Lies. And we had a song called Until I Die. The video's out there also. And oh. then um, after I did two things with them. I did a, a thing with my um our get not our guitar tech, our sound guy, No Power, No Crown. I did an album with them. And then I was just kind of like in limbo when I wasn't with Stuck Mojo anymore. Then now I'm with Matt Acevedo from Texas, and we're working on our second album right now. I'm just having a great time doing That's what I'm great. doing. So I'm I'm into into music. Uh been talking with Corey Lowry of Seether. I don't know if you've done anything with Seether. Um what are they called? Seether. Seether. Caesar. No, Seether. S-E-E-T-H-E-R. Oh, Seether, yeah. They they use my company. Yeah, yeah. So Corey Lowry is uh he, he plays a, a guitar for them. 
Um, let, me, let me check. Let me see if I have Seether in my phone. Yeah, Seether Tour Manager, Buzz, Seether Tour Manager, Michael, Manager for Seether, and Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah, I have a Death Punch also. See, you, you, you don't. So what about, um? do you know Fozzie with Chris Jericho, the wrestler? Fozzie. What does he do? Is he Fozzie? Chris Jericho, the wrestler. Ten, ten years tour manager, Josh Patron, a.k.a. Fozzie. No, 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 no. I'm talking. So, so Chris Jericho's the wrestler. See, you so you so busy. You you don't even know you. You know all the super super big people now. Chris is gigantic in wrestling now, and so he's the lead singer of a, a band called Fozzie. And so uh-huh. Rich Ward that plays in Fozzie, he's the guy for Stuck Mojo. So we used to play together, and so oh, now okay. he plays with them. So Corey used to play in Stuck Mojo. It's just all you know. I met so many music people. Not as much as you. No, and, you know. Hey, but you're 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 a musician, so yeah. So I know I know a few people. I'm just real humble about the things that I do. So I haven't met a whole. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's 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 just amazing when you meet certain individuals, and you know I just have respect for everybody. I just yeah love. No, you're awesome. You're awesome. So if you if you need like when you go on tour, let me know so I can promote and stuff. You know, and I want to. Hey, maybe I'll be sending. Maybe I'll be sending dot bots backstage to massage you. Uh, no, no, you and I are, are cool and good friends now. It's all love. It's all love. Yeah, definitely. You're awesome. So wait, how many kids? How many kids do you have? I want to know. Have. I want to know all this stuff. I have. Are you another one of those Bob Marley kind that have like 15 kids? <laughs> Easy. That's light. That's that's light right there. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> I have three. I massage, I massage um, let's see, one of the Marleys that uh what what's the one who's on tour all the time? Damien? No. Uh wait, let's see, Marley, Marley. <laughs> Ziggy. Wait. He has so many damn kids, right? Let me see, Marley. Yeah, Ziggy and Damien, I know. Yeah, Ziggy, Ziggy, yeah, Marley. Ziggy Marley, okay. That's the one that really looks like, he looks like Ziggy Bob. Ziggy Marley, yep. Yeah, he looks he, like He Bob. uses my company. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, I'm I, happily married. I've been married for a very long time. Great. Beautiful woman. And um, I have three children. Nice. Um, I have an older daughter. And then I have twins. A boy and a girl, fraternal. Wow. And, um, their birthday is coming up on the 29th. So they're all tomorrow, actually, later on this morning, they'll be heading to Punta Canta in the Dominican Republic. Been there. For their birthday. And they're going oh. down there to have a good time. They've all graduated from college. Wow. They're all doing very well. They're all successful. Uh, hey. One of the twins is working on a doctorate right now. Um, they're just they're just having a great time and enjoying life. And uh, my wife and I were super proud of them. That's and, uh, great. Yeah. And, and once again, you know, I just, I'm just a cornball, just, just doing my thing, having fun. I love to laugh and cloud and have fun. Oh, yeah, me too. For like sure. I stay, I stay away from the madness. But oh I, yeah. I love yeah. to have a good time. And, I, uh, I do try to make people laugh on Facebook. I'm, I'm a bit of a clown. I, no, I love to. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Sometimes I just I just smile. I just smile. I was just like, I was like, I have got to get Dot on this podcast. I gotta work as hard as I can to get her on here because she's oh. gonna be a good okay. guest. I knew it. 
There's no doubt. There's no doubt. I listen to you. I watch some of the things you put up there. You know, I can't I can't like everything. Of course not. No, no. <laughs> but I was just I, I was just like. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you can tell by my stuff on Facebook that I definitely like to. I'm all about team men. I'm not a feminist. Okay. Listen, it's all love. Hold on, hold on. Let let me let me look at one of my bullet points. I'm done with. I'm not asking any more of these questions. I had other questions. I don't even care about it anymore. There's only one other thing I'm going to ask you. Where where is this thing right here? I wanted to ask you. Um, Okay, there it is, right there. So you always have great content on your page. That's political, sensual, and comical. Does this content? Speak to who you really are, or is it just entertainment? Oh, no, it's definitely fucking me. 100 percent. 100%. 100%. In fact, I have been quiet for years about politics, if you haven't noticed. Only recently I started kicking up some right, dirt. Right, right, right. No, you said some things or whatever like that. I stay away from those things, but I was just like, I just smile. I just no, smile. But, like, especially, like, I love memes. Uh-huh. And, um... I'm having a blast with the Elon Musk memes. Okay. Hysterical. Hysterical. Like, and and I just like, it's like, you know, if someone wants to come at me, I'm like, let's have a discussion about it. Right. 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 Let's have a talk. Yeah. You know, and I want to bring humor into the atmosphere because there's too much, there's too much anger going on, you know? So I want to make people laugh their asses off. You do like them a little bit, you know? Do a good job of it, both definitely. Yeah, and, and if and if some 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 guys are messaging me, why are you always posting hot chicks in your story? I go, do you want me to post guys in my story? Are you fucking gay? Like, what is the problem with it? You know, and and then then they shut up. They're like, okay. I'm like, what? You got a problem with it? You know. So um, oh, I'm an I'm an equal opportunity offender, like Frank Zappa was. You know? <laughs> No, but humor is so important, isn't it? Of course, of course. It's so it's so important. And I had a, a I had a podcast. I'm not going to say his name, but I did a podcast with a very famous, well, kind of famous um, comedian. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was going to roll like you and I. We're cracking up. You and I are yeah. cracking up. Right, right. And he was so fucking serious. I'm like, really? I, I'm. So it's not always comedians that are the funniest. You know what I'm saying? It's just so weird. I'm gonna laugh. That's probably one of the. My wife is like one of the funniest people I know, and she can she can get at it, man. She That's is good. She, no humor is so important, humor and I think, is so important. I love to laugh, man. You know who I'm loving lately? Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is hilarious, and he, he is cracking me up, man. He is like his delivery and all those it's just it's amazing it really I is. love him when he was talking about he had a gun on his property and somebody you know he saw somebody walking across his property with a gun like, right 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 that was a good one that was a good story right? <laughs> and, and one of the the masterpieces i highly suggest everyone on the planet has got to watch louis ck mm-hmm. has a special and it's just called 2017 mm-hmm. that's all it's called i'll have to check that out I, I, I know i haven't seen it have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. I said I have to check that out. I'm not. I mean, at the end, you find out why it's called two seven. I mean, he's the funniest person. He's so fucking funny, and, and they tried to cancel respect. him. They tried to cancel him because 15 years ago, somebody he was dating complained that he wanked off, and fr- I'm like, right, right, right. I remember all wait, that. Wait, 
So he asked you, do you want to see me wank off? You said, yes, okay, I'll watch. And now 15 years later, you're bitching about it. Bitch, please, just stop. I hate that, okay? Like, they, I, I don't like the cancel culture at all. Right, right. I don't, I don't like it. I think it needs to stop. People right. need to get over it. And um, right. I tried to get the comedian to talk more about the cancel culture. And he was like, Ooh. I'm like, so you're afraid to be canceled by talking about cancel culture. Right, right, right indeed. And, but that's not fun, you know? And, and that's what we've become. And we've become so, you know, and, and I, and a lot of, I am a politically correct person. All my friends are just like, oh, you're going to stay right there in the middle. You're not trying to offend anybody. I was just like, I don't have time for it now. If it's yeah. something I, I am very passionate about, yeah. I can speak on it very well. I can yeah. speak on it very well. But but otherwise, you know, I love to talk, but I love to listen also, especially when you have something to say. That's why I'm telling you, I've enjoyed every single moment of this. It's, it's been beautiful. You might have to get on my, my boy Frank, uh, Frank Fonsere that used to play in Fozzie and Stuck Mojo's drummer, amazing drummer. Uh, he, nice. has, he has a... A podcast, let's be frank, that he's out, but he he wants to talk about politics and things like that. That's what he Bring wants to talk about. That's why I said I'm gonna have to tell him like he's gotta get in touch with you. It'll probably be a great show. You guys I'll probably definitely have bring humor into it. Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. I it's man. Yeah, because someone's gotta say something, you know. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but I watch a podcaster called Salty Cracker. <laughs> oh, no, I have not. <laughs> I mean, I don't have time to watch him, so oh, I have those little AirPods, and yeah. I'm cleaning the house, I'm scooping cat shit, and fucking, you know, doing all this stuff, and I'm listening to him, and I just, I just have to spit. I mean, he makes me laugh so hard, I can't even take it, right. and he swears just as much as I do. So I'm just like, dude, he lives in San Francisco. I'm like, how can we be so similar? He's just right. cracking me up. So I love humor. I live to laugh. And I love to make people laugh. I, I can make anybody laugh. You know, Roger Waters from Pink Floyd, the Mr. Serious, the uh -huh. Bull Bull, uh -huh. and all that stuff. Whenever we're in the same room and I'm around him, whether whether it's I'm massaging him or with him backstage, I have him fucking dying laughing. Right, right. And it, it, even pictures of us together, he's cracking up. Right. How many pictures have you seen of Roger Waters? He's really, yeah, he's serious. He has a serious look on his face all the time. Yeah, it did. Oh, no. The pictures I, I have of he and I, he's cracking up. He's like, you just can't help yourself, can you? I'm like, no, I cannot. Right. And 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 posh, posh spice, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Always so serious and hot. The picture I have of her and I, she's cracking up. It's cracking up. I just love laughing. So well, you just you just have that. Just like I say, you're you're one of the individuals that when you walk in the room, it's it's you have an aura about you. Okay. And I could just tell you have an aura about you and the things that you're doing. So I know that all of my old friends, I, I always tell my kids, uh, you know, my wife is like, you guys really don't know me like that guy, you know, <laughs> because when I'm around my friends, the first thing they're gonna do is just smile because. They're just like, he's just ready to have a good time. He's just ready to laugh. He's going to say something crazy to us. He's going to say something crazy. I don't mean any harm about anything, but I'm going to say something wild to them because I want to hear him laugh. I want to see him laugh. I want to just... Crazier than crazier than the shit I say? <laughs> no, you and I are so similar. Isn't that weird? These are, these are the times where I, I, I put up that Michael Jackson fence. <laughs> I love him. No, no, no. What I'm going to say is that I put up the Michael Jackson fence because I'm not going to tell, tell you if I'm acting crazy. <laughs> I am always defending Michael. I was defending R. Kelly tonight in a bar. I'm like, you need to stop. Listen, <laughs> those girls wanted some pop star dick and they got it. Okay. They got it. Listen, 
When I was 15, I knew what I was doing. Those girls wanted some pop star dick and they got it. He didn't go into their bedroom, creeping through the window, raping them. They came and got themselves some pop star dick. So they need to stop talking about it. 25 years later. Dr. Dot is hot right now. (laughs) They need to stop. stop. I I know Robert. I massaged R. Kelly. I massaged him in Berlin. And I want to tell you a secret about R. Kelly. Yeah, because he's in jail now. He can't fuck with me. I can tell you. Listen, you know that song he sings, I Believe I Can Fly? He, he does not fly. <laughs> really? He's afraid of flying. Is he? He took a fucking boat to Germany. Really? To do his tour. He took a boat. Wow. And, and while he was on the boat, when I massaged him, the when the boat left America and went to Germany, while he was in the middle of the ocean, 9-11 happened, and mm. they didn't tell him until he got to Germany because they didn't want him freaking out on the boat. Right. But I massaged him that around that time and not only did i massage him i was his driver because i speak fluent german and english and i know all the streets of berlin so Mm -hmm. suddenly he's like yeah her i want her to be my driver i'm like like what about me screams i'm your driver he's like no and i also drove m&m around berlin why the fuck am i everyone's driver i'm always driving people around and i'm just like okay i've never been in an accident but i drove r kelly around and let me tell you he does not have a bad bone in his body he is a nice guy and i they just like threw him under the bus Mm-hmm. Um, that that woman Gail, who's Oprah's friend, they did that interview with him where they were bullying. Right, right, right. They did it during that week when Harvey um, Weinstein trial was going on. They they did a double thing. They did the double distraction. They did the Michael Jackson thing, Neverland, and they did the R. Kelly thing all in the same week, so nobody would pay attention to the the Harvey real Weinstein. asshole Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, R. Kelly. I go to bat for him. He's a nice guy, and they're bitching about it 20 years ago, like 20, 20 years ago. Oh, he fucked me, and I was 15. So what? You shouldn't be opening your 15-year-old legs. And Jerry Lee Lewis married his 14-year-old cousin. No one's up in arms about that. You know what I'm saying? So And, and Ringo Starr has a song called You're 16, You're Beautiful, and You're Mine. And no one's bitching about that. Leave R. Kelly alone. I like the guy. He's a cool dude. And I love his music as well. But I believe I can fly. He, he cannot, <laughs> cannot fly. <laughs> I believe I'm scared he of fly. believes he can. He didn't say he would. <laughs> No, no, I believe I can take a fucking boat to Europe because I'm scared to fly. That's what well, well, I am a Nelson and I am the the biggest, you know, Prince Rogers Nelson fan. I I like Prince. I always have like Prince. I I love listen, I love Michael Jackson, no no doubt, but Prince, man, you know, we grew up on Prince, you know. Listen, Prince is most he's the most underrated guitar player in the world. Right? He is amazing. Amazing. He is, he is. He can play like forty-two instruments. He's amazing, and that's and that's why I put him on such a pedestal. He's one of the, you know, Michael Jackson died, Tupac died, Biggie died, a lot of people died. I and didn't Prince cry. Died. I didn't cry. Prince Prince died. I cried. I yeah, cried. because it was not un, it was not necessary. The people was, around him yeah. are all yes people. They should have said right. no. Right. He, he shouldn't be taking this this and that and you know people need to stop being yes people like the guy who put the the gas on michael jackson that's right mm-hmm. the same thing these two people we sh- should not be dead they weren't old prince right. was old right I, mean, I didn't get to meet him but i stood next to him right before he went on stage and mm-hmm. he was very short and yeah. and carmen electra was opening for him and you know they were having fun but right. like i love prince he's like a perfectionist yes and i he's he's amazing i Somebody sang Prince tonight. They didn't do a good job, but I usually do kiss. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's so amazing. 
I agree with you. I love Prince. You talk about karaoke, man. I have to, I might, I'm not saying I'd be great. I might have to sing a Prince song. I know a couple Prince songs. I might have little, little red. You know what my favorite Prince song is? Face down, motherfucker. You know, you know, face down. You don't know face down? <laughs> I'm just laughing at you. I like it. They're like, face down, motherfucker. I, I love that song. <laughs> it's, on, it's on that CD, 3D. Three CD set called Emancipation. It's on Emancipation. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I love so many Prince songs. I mean, Prince's oh, catalog like, is ridiculous. You know, it's hard favorite. for me to. Um, I don't know, man. Like people love uh, Little Red Corvette. I love Lady Cab Driver so much. Um, I love. It's it's just the beat so fun. Lady Cab Driver, won't you take me for a ride? Bum, 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 it's Anyway, I love so many songs by Prince. I can just start running them down, but I just think Prince was amazing. No, he's um, insane. He's insane. His show he's like, was amazing. And I think someone said that he um, he was influenced by Frank Zappa. So I'm always trying to bring Prince into the Zappa group. Right, and, right. and they're just like, man. I mean, half of the Zappa fans appreciate him and the other half are like dismissive, but they don't like anybody but Zappa. But right, right, right. I'm just like, how can you not? You have to acknowledge that he's one of the best guitar players in the world. In the world of all time, there's no doubt. There's no, ta- there's no I, doubt. And that, that halftime Purple Rain performance yeah. was the best thing that has ever, ever happened yeah. at halftime. Yeah. And now yeah. they just have bitches and thongs and like fuck off and all that. No, no, Prince. That was the show of all right. shows. That let was. Me, let me tell you something. I don't. I don't know what I'm going to do. I, if if I'm just gonna let this just run, because I'm gonna be honest with you, this has been such an amazing conversation. It's like I don't even want to cut you off because we're having a good time, just having a conversation. And that's yeah. why I was just like, man, really strike all the stuff I was going to ask you. It doesn't even matter because you've already talked about things I was probably going to ask you anyway. It doesn't matter. Just just a good conversation. And um, well, you could have always sent me the questions first, but no, 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 no. I, I, no, I don't want to. I don't. I don't my, cat, my cat's busy cleaning her yaya there. Like, feel free to lick your vagina. There's a pussy licking a pussy right behind me there. Look at that. <laughs> you are <wild>. <laughs> <laughs> like feel so free. <laughs> but that, honestly, so we we're gonna have to do this again. And and the only yeah. reason I'm, the only reason. I don't want to stop. I don't want to stop. But I wanted to. I wanted to continue because I could talk to you all night long. Because I know I'm enjoying, enjoying it. it, and I know that you have a billion more stories that can be told. And so I need, I need to write the book. I need, yes. I need somebody to help me. Like I started writing. I started doing a podcast um, of an audio one. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, like I would walk around the house cleaning and saying, well, when I was 15, I did make out with David Bowie. He was squeezing my tits and I was on top of him and grinding. And, and then the, someone was knocking on the door and then she, you know, like I was getting into it. So I stopped when I was like 15, like I went through my whole life until 15. And, and that, that's called book part three on my podcast. And, and everyone's probably like, it's been four months. When is book part four coming? Right, right, right. Like if I die, at least someone can transcribe all that shit I've been talking and put it into a book. Because it's really, I want to call the book, the name of my book is called Before I Forget. Okay, love. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because I'm going to I'm gonna be like potato head fucking Joe Biden, not even remember where the fuck I am if we keep waiting any longer to, you know, get the book out.
Oh, we're recording again. Ladies, no. <laughs> oh. oh. So you oh. for a before, minute. Before we were rudely interrupted by a connection issue. <laughs> so, yeah. well, what I wanted to say to you is that I see the way that you are with your son right now. You're you're doing a great job. You're you're really and me, I'm just speaking on that as usually I'll say my NPO, my non-professional opinion. But I'm going to say I'm a professional on this one because I am a father and I have children. You know, a lot of people try to tell you about, hey, you should do this. You don't have any children. Don't try to tell me how to raise my child. Yeah. But um, the thing is, is that you're doing a great job. You're, you're, you're really there for them always. And it just seems, you know, beyond whatever's going on, you always show love. And I just yeah. think that is really something to be applauded and it's commendable. Uh, how you're handling that and raising your child in the way that you want to raise them. I think about the Halloween pictures or the Halloween video. I think about you saying these people still got their Christmas stuff up or they had the Christmas stuff up too early or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm letting you know that I'm paying attention. I, I'm watching. I just want you to know that. I, you Wait, know. I gotta tell you, I still have Christmas lights up, but we disguised it with Easter shit on top. I'm serious. <laughs> I still have the Christmas shit up of the lights, yeah. and I put Easter eggs all over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, I just wanted you to know that you're doing a fantastic job, and just, just continue to enjoy yourself and and raise them how you see fit and do what you're doing. It's just a good thing. I just think you're cool people. Aww. listen here, young lady. I, it, once again. We I'm so talk. glad that you I'm so glad that you reached out to me, you know. I had no idea what to expect and it's been a blast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always tell people I'm, you know, people are people always would always say on stage, like when I'm on stage, I'm a little bit, you know, they're like, man, he's he looks like he wants to kill us. And then <laughs> when they meet me, they're just like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're just so and I was just like, Yeah, that's Lord Nelson on stage. I'm doing work up there. You know, now I'm, I'm chilling. You know, it's all well, I love. See, so. I want to see a video of you singing. I want to see that. Yeah, you're going to, I mean, there, there's so many things out there for Stuck Mojo. I mean, of course, there's stuff out there for Bones and myself and then Robbie J. Fonts, who's the last uh, singer with them. But there's a lot of stuff out there. I'll send you some stuff. So nice. you can go out there. I'll send you the links to, to Open Season and I'm American and some of our live stuff and until I die, there's a lot of stuff I can send you. It's all love, though. It's well, all I'll love. look on YouTube anyways. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's you out. Send me your favorite link. Send me your favorite yeah, link. Yeah, I will. It's all beautiful. And then I'll even send you um, I'll send you the uh, Spotify link. For, anyway, I'll send you a lot of stuff. I don't want to, you're a busy young lady. I don't want to bombard you with all that. Yeah, but if you want to get some, if you want something done, ask a busy person. Yeah. <laughs> right? I'll remember that. I'll remember that. I get everything done. Okay, Everything. I hear you. Well, yeah. well, well, Dad. I just want to say thank you so very, very much. This has been, as you say, a blast. It really has. I've had a great, great, great time. So, <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, once again, this has been the most amazing, amazing time with an amazing individual, an amazing human being. Thank you for being so open and so hilarious. <laughs> it has been a great time. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is live and loud with the Lord, pause, Nelson, that is, and my very special guest, the amazing, amazing, I'll say it a billion times, amazing, Dot Stein, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it.
Thanks Anytime, Lord. <laughs> we'll do this again, most definitely. You got a lot more to say. It, it, it's love. It's love. We'll have another good time like this. Indeed. Big <laughs> heart. Indeed. Right back at you. <laughs> Thank you, love. <laughs> Bye, hon. All right. Be good. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> Can't promise. <laughs> Rose the funk. You gotta have that funk. Dr. Dot here. <laughs> she got the funk, y'all. Ruth. <laughs> Love you, Joy. <laughs>